Welcome everyone. This is the Work Talk Live podcast. I'm your host Joseph Lee. Thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, this is episode three of the Mental Health series, and today we have John King. Woo, thanks for having me. Thanks. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. So, thank you, John King, for joining us. Uh, just letting the audience members know, uh, just a brief overview. You'll be discussed about the challenges of dealing COVID nineteen, the mental struggles that come with it, and your story about overcoming it so for those that don't know who you are yeah and i think everyone needs to know who you are thanks. you know thanks thanks, thanks. um thanks. can you tell us john king who is john king yeah um i'm a rising i'm a rising fourth year at Rutgers. um just got into the business school um supply chain management major yeah just a little brief overview of yeah, who I am. And, it's and, and, and superstar judo athlete. No, no, don't. Please, no. Okay, no. John Kang is really embarrassed no, no, about no, saying no, this. No, like, no, he stop, stop, stop. No, no, stop, stop, stop. No, stop, stop, stop. Fine, he's only a uh, 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 competing in the Pan American Games, representing Team USA and no, judo why did? on national team because he's no, super jacked. No. Okay, so John and I have been close friends. No, no, we haven't. We're friends, <laughs> but um, I promise we're friends. Uh, we used to not be because John uh, rightfully thought I was a, a, a little jerk. But that, that'll that'll be first. That's so another podcast story um, about our love yeah. life. But um, yeah, um, I was kind of there. I wouldn't say this was your... I don't know if this was your toughest moment. You think it was your toughest moment that you went through so far? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, so it was your toughest moment. So I am special. So I was there for his (laughs) toughest moment. And um, just, I don't know. You went through a lot. And I kind of didn't know about it. You kind of told me, like, towards the end of it. So, yeah. So I, I told you... I told you after all my symptoms recovered from the coronavirus yeah so my symptoms were just went on for a few days mm. um but the insomnia i called you during my insomnia mm. yeah yeah so uh uh just letting you guys know if you guys did not catch that um john actually had corona had covid19 yeah and um it all happened to you in literally the worst time ever. Yeah, yeah. John was transferring into the business school. You know, he was on a group. In the, in the, in the process. In the process, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And during midterms. Yep. It literally, that was the heaviest, and it just crashed yeah, on you. Yeah, and then obviously um, towards the tail end. So, so I had coronavirus um, during midterm, and then I had a really, really severe um, anxiety disorder um, come in at probably the worst time and then because of that I had insomnia a like a stress induced insomnia and that was f- when finals happened so yeah everything just like piled on all at once yeah and on top of that you, like you told me over the phone yeah. like you kind of close yourself off yeah, from everybody yeah. um I, we can say that might have been a healthy thing, 
mm-hmm. or it might have been an unhealthy thing. Right. You know, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And you came out of it better and stronger. But kind of like talking yeah. about like the worst moments, can you just like like tell me again like how is that like suffering? What did it feel for you like mentally like going through it every day? Um yeah, so for the corona part, um for the yeah, so for the virus part, um it was it was pretty much it was pretty brutal. Um I think the one symptom that not a lot of people talk about or talk enough about is um, some people this doesn't happen to everyone obviously everyone some people you know um, coronavirus the danger with this like specific uh, virus is that you know it affects everyone differently and yeah a lot of people say you know um, it doesn't affect young people so people who are in there um, who are teenagers who are even kids there hasn't really been any death recorded for kids, I think, under, like, under 18. Um, you know, a lot of, so a lot of people overlook this and say, and say like, oh, like, you know, um, I'm, I'm fine if I contract it. No, you're not. Um, like, a lot of people do have to know that um, a lot of things are going to come with it. Um, I had, for me, I had the, the whole nine yards of symptoms. I had... Um, I had fever, I had coughs, I had chest, I had chest tightness, so I had, a, I had trouble breathing, um, and I had joint pains, um, and the and the one thing that I said that a lot of people don't talk about enough is um, the lack of smell and scent, um, a, lot, a lack of uh, scent and taste. Um, and so for this virus, because it's an upper respiratory virus, it wipes out your your um, nasal passage, I guess your sensor, like your nerve endings that detect smell. And it wiped everything, like clean. Like you could not smell anything. I could not smell anything for weeks. Not even like, um, you know, the fever was one thing. Um, luckily, my fever wasn't so bad. Um, my fever was relatively low. It didn't even, it hit the very, it didn't even hit a hundred. It hit maybe like, yeah, you know, um, like medically speaking, I think a fever is a hundred point three or a hundred point four, but it went up to like a hundred point five. So I was at, at the very like tail end, like the very like minimum of what defines a fever. Um, but the worst one was definitely the scent and taste just because you know yeah you know we go about our days just um you know just neglecting i guess or just taking things for granted but yeah um just something as small as being able to taste or being able to smell i don't know um flowers uh, being able to go for a run and even taste like even smelling people's like breath <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Like, um, like. Are you making fun of my breath right now? No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, well, like, kidding. just like those small things. Um, being able to even go in, you know how everyone has like a distinct smell. Yeah. And you know, if you don't go into your room for a while, you know how you could smell like yourself. Yeah. You can smell like how you smell. You know. You miss smelling me too. Yeah, I do. 
But yeah, not even just like going into my house and not being able to just smell things um, mm-hmm. and taste things. And, you know, it, it was, it, even that was just so mentally draining. The fact that it took me, I think, two months to fully recover from the, the scent and the smell. Um, and a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of people have been getting strokes too. Because, um, so a lot of people have been, and not even like people who have underlying conditions, people like you and me. Um, there's been, there's been more recorded people, there's been people recorded to get strokes um, just because the virus attacks the brain too, attacks the brain as well. And so a lot of people end up, even just people with um, very minimal symptoms too, they can get brain damage because of the virus. Although this is a handful of cases, like people do have to be aware um, that you don't know you actually don't know um the people so for example my parents are in the mid 50s but i was the worst one so my mom just had sore throat she didn't even have a fever and she had coughs and had uh had a scent wiped out same with my dad but he also had a fever um but nothing really much else but i was the one who had the most who had the worst case and even for me my case was technically clinically considered very minimal because i just stayed home and i was able to recover take some tylenol you know um but yeah luckily i was able to man get out of that um but right after my um right after i recovered or just a couple weeks after i recovered i started developing some sort of anxiety disorder just because Mm. of dealing with this um and you know, obviously because of the whole quarantine, I don't want to affect anyone else, you know, because that'd be terrible. Um, but yeah, um, after that, you know, not being able to speak to people really took a toll on me just mentally. Um, and not being able to eat, I lost 15 pounds in the process. So um, obviously, you know, college wasn't really, you know, I, I wasn't eating too healthy, but my because my scent and my taste got wiped out i wasn't able to i I didn't really have much of an appetite that's kind of crazy like i will never understand like what you've been through just because like i haven't been through it but like really like have you read the book the giver yeah by the way i hated that book i just want to say i hated that book (laughs) i don't remember what it's about but like remember there's like a world where like there's no color right 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 right, right. that's like how i'm imagining you not having like taste and whatnot for like two months yeah just like yeah like black and white world it it was it was very gradual Uh um so yeah there was it was like it was very like minute improvements like each probably each day but like not noticeable but still that doesn't diminish what you went through right right, right, right. and then all of a sudden even if it was gradual did it feel like all of a sudden like when it fully hit you're like wait what no, so uh, oh, like when I regained. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like uh, when you were slowly losing it. No, you're kind of like this. No, is so weird, or? um, the getting your scent wiped out is an immediate um uh, loss. Dang. Um, yeah. so it's not even gradual. It's it's just boom. It's just it's if gone. you wake up, um, and you don't and you can't smell, uh, stay home. No, I'm being serious. Stay home because that's like the 
one very peculiar because um, a lot of upper respiratory di- or like viruses if you get your scent taken out it's only like very minor very yeah, minor usually it's just mucus right? yeah it's or just something. mucus it's just mucus build up very just like inflammatory but um, for coronavirus your all your scent gets taken out and all your taste gets taken out dude I just smell my own breath right now because I was scared yeah um, yeah so yeah, just like things like that, it, it was. I, I got really scared, um, just because. Um, yeah, just like the fear of you know not being able to sm- being able to smell things again, being able to taste things again, um, and being away from people, were gave me more anxiety. Um, it, it wasn't, and on top of that, I had my midterms to study for. Um, I had like two or three midterms to study for that week, and it was, it was probably the worst, co- like two three months of my life. Uh, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Um, just because I had things, I had priorities, but on top of that, how can I do those things? How can I concentrate on those things if I, if I'm dealing with such a you know bad, such you know, something so. Like devastating, you know. Yeah, it's it, insane. It, it, it's you know, I'm glad. I'm so thankful that you know that I was considered a mild case. Even now, and like looking back, I'm I'm thankful that you know that my family's okay. Um, cause you know I there's so many people that. They lose their, they lose their parents, um, and there's a Korean. I don't know if you guys know, but um, or I don't know if you know, but there's um there's a Korean family just like Yumi. Um, the they have a there's one sister, there's one brother, there's mom and there's a dad. They had no underlying health conditions. They were all considered healthy, but the dad died. The mom needs a lung transplant because her because her lungs are so severely scarred and the brother and the sister are now just you know pretty much without parents right now oh not too long yeah I did hear about that um you know and although you know so you don't know you can't you know you can't just go around and just like just be in a group of like 50 60 people and not expect something to happen know or say that oh I'm young you, people got to grow up people can't be so um, so oblivious uh, not yeah. just oblivious but yeah. so Careless. immature oh, yeah. like people think that it's just another you know another virus people think people even you know even the one thing that like irks me is there there's still parties going on um, just like a few couple days ago or like a week ago there's been an indoor house party in New Jersey that was with 700 people and like like the, yeah that's an extreme case but the thing is you can be spreading it without knowing you can be spreading it to other people without knowing and the fact that you think that that's okay it just shows how selfish people are people in like th- this is why cases in the floor this is why cases in texas cases in california are so bad right now 
like this is the reason why because they don't wear masks because they don't social distance although i did have it and um i i got the blood work done um and it said that i was i had antibodies and t-cells which are um pretty much yeah i'll just go into that later time but um although i technically have antibodies it doesn't mean that you're still protect if you're fully protected yeah. you know yeah. you still can get the virus and also for coronavirus it the antibodies wear out over time and so within thir three months you you don't have detectable you don't have enough detec detectable antibodies that your body will successfully fight out the virus so that means you could get it a second time yeah. you know and so there's just so many things to worry about right now yeah. and um you know like just coming across this just taught me a lot from the standpoint of um just myself and also dealing with the anxiety dealing with the panic i had after the virus i had panic attacks that i thought i was about to get a heart attack um my heart was pumping so much to the like so hard to the point where and so fast to the point where i had to s stay still and just i was about to call 911 but it was like 3 a.m so i i didn't know what to do um and then because of these anxieties it 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 screwed up with like my brain's um i guess the chemical imbalance there was like a chemical imbalance or a chemical shift because of the, sh the amount of stress that I've had within like the past couple of weeks that I had severe, severe insomnia. Um, and you know, I, with the insomnia, it wasn't even like a couple days. It was three weeks. You know, you know the feeling where you sleep and then you lay down and then it feels like you haven't slept, but like you look at your phone and then like four hours pass. Yeah. And you feel like you haven't slept. Yeah. And you, you like your body's kind of like. Yeah. And like, and your brain feels like yeah. mush. Yeah. You know, um, that's the only sleep I've been getting for yeah. the past three weeks. Oh, obviously not now, but like for the back then, the, the three weeks leading up to that, I've only been having those types of sleep yeah. on top of that because of the stress, um, my my although i was improving um you know the lack of sleep caused my um caused a partial loss in my scent again and i was freaking out i was like what if i have the virus again you know mm. and then on top of that um my my left vision got lowered mm. my 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 left vision vision got worse my mm. my left eye and so on top of that, I had finals coming up, mm. and I had my prereqs, business prereqs to do, and that was what I was focused on so much. Yeah. And um, it's it's a lot of tedious work. Like people don't know, like it's just like it's really hard sometimes the concepts, but it's like a lot of tedious work that you just need to go through. And yeah, that must have been a lot. Not yeah. just that, but I was also trying to raise my GPA up, yeah. um, and for a lot of these. For a, yeah, they were open book, but you know, just, just not being able to focus, not even for like an hour. It's it's hard to even read oh, at that point. It is. Yeah, like like, <sighs> dude, your mind is so you know. I, I I actually thought at one point I I thought I was gonna lose it, and then 
I just laid down and said, like, I'm gonna die. Like, like, I actually thought... Like that was gonna happen to you? Uh, yeah. I thought that I was gonna die from something. I thought that this was yeah. my last, you know, um, my last time here. And it's kind of crazy because it's like, uh, this is uh, just a brief overview of your life story. You were kind of that tough guy, you know what I mean, in high school and whatnot. And this really put life into perspective. But from this, um, kind of taking a positive light, yeah. you took advantage of all the suffering you went through. Like you lost 15 pounds, but you're like, you know what? Like you got better and it seemed like you were so grateful for life. You started working out like almost immediately right away, you know? Yeah, not anymore. Uh, luckily, I, luckily, um, you know, I'm gifted and not good. Um, I'm blessed enough to have a home gym with everything, with elliptical, with a tread, with a bike. It's Gold's gym, a, just a in your Smith basement. Machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that Smith machine, I have a bench. I have technically a squat rack. Like mm. I could do so much, you know. Mm. Um, but I don't utilize it anymore just because I got a little lazy. But um, yeah, but just taking a positive light on it, um, you know, just being so close. I, I don't want to over dramatize this, but like you know, feeling. I, I guess so like so vulnerable right not yeah just feeling very out of it um and for like two months I was just not talking to anyone like yeah. no one I just yeah. wanted to be my just be by myself just hide in the corner just sleep all day I had severe with that not just anxiety came out again I, I always suffered with anxiety like I always had anxiety disorder um it, this just exemplified all everything just man. not anxiety disorder but like I always was an anxious kid mm. always um, but I never had a panic attack before mm. and then having a panic attack so severe and then on top of that oh man um, geez just you know just coming just being isolated in your room and just curling up in a ball and I just you know at that point I just broke down and just prayed um, you know and I was you know blessed enough to um, you know spiritual or not you know you could believe in God or you you don't have to uh, but like you just had nothing but you know I'm just the fact that I'm still able to you know tell my story um you know and get something out of this just becoming a bigger with this i was able to reconnect with my parents reconnect with my sister um get closer to me oh yeah dude like that's the best part I, I I sorry I didn't I didn't mean to I didn't mean to be like I'm the best part but yeah <laughs> no, no no yeah um but yeah you know getting closer to my friends being able to appreciate people I, around me I'm so sorry yeah um my computer battery is one percent I'm going to save this okay. there will be a part two ladies and gentlemen but um to be continued thank you John King yeah.